Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Live. And today we're going to be looking at a lot of games. We're going to be reviewing Viticulture, Small World, Agricola, Seven Wonders, and Ginkopolis. So thanks for joining us for episode number 45. here right now this is kind of a weird section for those if you were here right now you would see dean in a oh my gosh you told me what to say hawaiian shirt that is flowery and blue and white blue and white thanks That's right. Nailed hey, it. what else <laughs> blue, blue and white blue and white flowery yeah, shirt he, he listen y'all he told me i have to say this and i have no idea why so i'm as interested as you are i never get to pick okay but i'm picking today or as uninterested as you are <laughs> So I'm getting ready for the show, and I'm downstairs. My wife is upstairs with the kids. They're watching Sandlot because that's what we do in July. And That's a good choice. I call her on the phone, and I say, hey, Amanda, I'm thinking about wearing the shirt. And she knows exactly what I'm talking about. The shirt is blue, like bright oh, royal yeah. blue oh, yeah. with white flowers, 100% polyester. I bought this thing at Gadzooks back in the late 90s. Gads- what? That's right. Dude, That I hadn't even thought thought of that i think of it every time in i see 20 that 20 something years <laughs> every time i see Holy that shirt smokes. i think of gadzooks and does anybody remember gadzooks out there oh they all remember i i bet i bet they all remember you've got to at least be in your no mid, nobody mid 30s nobody says anything know, about gadzooks to remember what gadzooks is um john mueller says it was before his time john mueller is with the uh they didn't ask us podcast Give which a shout is out, baby. pretty fantastic we enjoy that one quite a bit Anyway, Gadzooks, I spent about $1,000 on the shirt. Not really. I spent a lot of money. And so I feel like I need to wear it at every opportunity that I can. So I go upstairs, and I have this on. And Amanda's like, why didn't you put that shirt on? And I said, well, it's it's too loud. And she she nodded her head like, yeah, of course it's too loud. That's what I tell you not to wear it all the time. And I was like, no, like it's literally too loud. Like it scrunches around oh. when I'm moving, and it would pick up on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it's loud in a lot of ways. I have a flowery shirt on. Can you see this, Meeple Town? Do you want me to get closer? Lilacs. Is that lilacs? Is that? I don't know what that is. All right. That was an on-sale shirt. All right. So with that being said, do we need to jump into our... Jump into the poles. Pole, all right. Jump into the deep end of the pole. Now, I think... Right? Yeah. That's now, good. I think... That's good. I think that I said on the last podcast this would be the end of it. But then I realize there's no way I can get as this many 80s movies in here at one. We are dragging this out way too long. Time. I know, but next months. time it's going to be the end. Remember that? Remember the time I that promise. we talked about Dice Tower copying us? They were done like about a year ago. <laughs> are they done? <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue, but I'm sure they are. It should take no one this long. All right, so Meeple Town, those out there, I want you all. I'm going to tell you what the last two polls are, and I want y'all to also answer this with Dean. So I'm going to go for this one first. All right. It's not. I'm not going to say why. This is a heavy hitter, y'all. We were down to eight movies. Empire Strikes Back versus Return of the Jedi. Uh, If you hear typing, that's Dean chatting with folks. So those who are listening to the podcast, if you get irritated by that. John Mueller says Rambo First Blood Part 2. That was not... It didn't make the cut. Sorry. (laughs) We did our top 32, right? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Come on. 
Rogue One. Dang it. Dang I'm going to say. <laughs> Dang it, Greg. Greg is not wrong. Uh, thanks for coming out, Greg. He's not. <laughs> you, are you telling me that you think Rogue One is better than, than no, I'm not. But, but I like Rogue One. Rogue There's, One is pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not. I'm not hating on it. Matt Ewoks is loving on the the Ewok movie. Is that what he's? Thanks, my, my wife loves the Ewok movie. Do you know which one? Is, why are you saying the which Ewok? Are you? No, no, no. The actual like Ewoks oh, movie. I got you. I'm with you. Um, I thought you couldn't think of which it's Star no Wars movie had the Ewoks. Star on Wars it. Christmas special. All right. Now I know if John Mul- look Jonathan, at that Mullen. Jonathan Mullins is here. He is the biggest Star Wars fan that I know, potentially. Mueller's Empire. My wife is on there. Thanks, thanks, baby. Thanks to right. Return of the Jedi. Yes. I think the Christmas special. <laughs> I think Return of the Jedi is going to be is going to be what they pick. The winner. And again, yeah, the winner. So this, it, is, this is what Meeple Town picks. All right, so Martin just said Empire Strikes Back. This is interesting because it looks like we have about 50-50, right? I don't know. Something on, like that. On the live yeah. on the live stream. Mm-hmm. Not so on the Twitters. The winner won 69 to 31%. A landslide in what I thought would be pretty serious. Andrew Graham said Empire Strikes Back. So Empire Strikes Back is, is, is leaning pretty. that way. Dean guessed that it was going to be Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back. Okay. <laughs> Took him down. Bow, bow, bow. All right. Okay, I need to say something. If you listen to the pew, podcast, pew, pew. Uh, the, consistently the bow, listen. Bow, bow, bow kind of looked like uh, violent. If you listen to the podcast consistently, you know that I'm right most of the time. Would you say that's accurate? (laughs) Almost spit my coffee. Spit take. There is no spit take here. I'm right most of the time when it comes to this. However, I beat John in more games when we're not in front of the camera than I do when we're in front of the camera. So put a camera on me and I'm going to miss it. So whatever I guess, it's going to be the opposite. I would say I like both of them a lot, a whole lot. Mueller over there with with a dad joke. John, we have chairs, not pews. Ah, uh, pew. I like How about that. that. I like that. <laughs> there you go. I like it. All right. So the next poll, next one. Greg agrees with me that I win most games. Um, I have the stats, and actually, I will say it was really even. But lately, Dean has been pulling ahead by winning a lot of games, and I do think I can't tell exactly in my stats because I can't just put me versus Dean. But in my app, he's about 50%, and we get beat by Jonathan a lot. So I'm guessing that he probably has beaten me a few times. Look at that. Look at look at Jonathan Mullins posting, actually, I win the most. You're not even here, Jonathan. You Stop get- bragging, Jonathan. <laughs> if, which is, okay, Jonathan's right. He is absolutely right. He wins most of the time. He didn't. I'm not arguing with that. Okay, second set of movies. I don't want to record that. What we got? The Breakfast Club. Look, look, versus the movie that we were stunned made it to the final eight. We're both still like Bill out of this. Bill adventure. and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So you have The Breakfast Club versus Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. What do y'all this think? The, this is the top eight. Think? Is that right? This is the top eight. We already have the final two. Bill and Ted's Excellent the, Adventure has no reason being in the top eight movies of the 80s. I, I agree with it that. It is absurd. I still, I mean, I really like the movie. If it wins, I am flipping the table. <laughs> It did win, didn't it? Are you kidding me? I don't know. I'm just. Oh, okay. No, I thought that when you said that, I laughed. I thought you meant if it won like the whole thing, you would just go berserk. Megan, is that right? You think you think that? Oh, you put the Breakfast Club. Okay, there we go. Everyone has put Breakfast Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Breakfast Club. I can't say Breakfast Club. Say that four times. Wild Stallions. (laughs) Wild Stallions. Yeah, baby. So Matt is the only one for Bill and Ted's. Hey, is that you you like what you like? You like what you like. Heavyweights. That's a, ni- a that's a 90s movie. movie, John. It is an excellent 90s movie. An absolutely one of my favorite 90s movies. Absolutely. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> it is my kids love it. We watch it so many times. 
All right, I am going with my answer. I'm going to go with everyone else and say Breakfast Club. There is no way that that it, it beat it 70% to 30%. 52 to 48% is how close this is. Okay. This was razor-thin margins. And you know who's going to the final four? Bill and Ted's ex the Wild Stallions are, are going to the final four. 80 movies, 80s movies of all times. This is insane, y'all. What are what's happening out there? What is happening in Meeple Town? I think people are hearing me talk Flip about it. Flip the table. It. I want to. I can't do it. It's ridiculous. That's all. I'm not. the like I love Breakfast Club is amazing. <laughs> Both of my movies just got shot down by the way. By the way, I I I know people aren't going to agree with me. I like Return of the Jedi better than Empire Strikes Back. No hate on Empire Strikes Back fantastic film rambo first blood <laughs> two should have won over that yeah meg should saying not enough people are voting that's probably true that's it it so. could very well be the case that's so, you all that are on here in the chat now need to vote on our, on our at twitter. meeple town games yes twitter so go on that <laughs> follow us on at meeple town games okay i'm ready i'm ready party to move on, on dudes there I'm you go matt i'm ready to move on from this hey real quick though okay how anybody out there gonna watch the new bill and ted's because i'm absolutely watching yeah the new watch one. there's no <laughs> doubt about it after all this talk can't wait to see the new one actually yeah I'll, I'll i'll for sure watch it but it is it just has no business being a top eight of all the 80s movies this well, is i i agree with that but it's, it's i still like it though it's infuriating it's almost as maddening as the fact that goonies isn't even in it anymore is it is Goonies gone? You keep bringing up Goonies. Goonies. What did I say? Goodies? Goodies. I got a cake. Don't touch me and give me goodies. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought. I just, I'm off in some other land filled with a lots of goodies. Goodies. For the children. Are we ready to move on? Uh, Goonies guess. is the best 80s Oh, movie. that's what I was going to say is you bring that up every time and it lost the first round. Yeah. Let's to my it. broken heart. Okay, then let's hear what... Let's hear what the live people have to say is what is the best 80s yeah, movie go ahead we're gonna move on to the next thing but we can we can we gotta say this best best 80s movie ever 80s i can't talk goonies is the best best 80s movie that's right ever. come on that's me hey, i you was guys. like i put hey, that that's somehow right. i wrote hey, that you guys <laughs> it is my wife on my account i was like it says dean dunning goonies is the best <laughs> oh man like, by the way <laughs> i thought you were doing them like what what are you are you, I went back are, to the future. Have, I thought you had both of your accounts up so that you can type <laughs> as Dean. You can talk as Dean. You can type as Dean. That's pretty narcissistic, actually, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. You know, Natalie, that was, I thought we had a chance with that one. That lost the first round, though. Hey, you know how I, I was telling you, movie. I don't think we talked about this last time. Princess but Bride. Talking about the, um, oh, goodness gracious. Princess it? Bride made the final eight, by the way, Matt. Go ahead. The sorry, Josh Gad dude. videos. Um, uh, reunited together we just watched the Fer ferris bueller one from oh, yeah it's that? fantastic it, they're all so good we really recommend those i do you've not seen them so for those who haven't yeah i haven't so for, i'm seeing some comments here the ones that are the final um the final four this is it we have the final four now it is raiders raiders so i'm reading this and and i'm, I'm trying to say return of the empire strikes back Wow. Okay. Three times took me. Empire Strikes Back. What was the other one we just did? <laughs> it's not Bill and Ted's. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Golly. That's just weird to say. Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Mm -hmm. And Back to the Future. Okay. So, so what's your favorite out of those? Back to the Future. Back to the Future is the greatest movie maybe of all time. Princess Bride is not in it. here either. Somebody, I, just said I, maybe I think Amanda ever. said that. 
but there's a ton of amazing movies. Yeah. 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 Princess Bride lost last round. They made it, it made it to the final eight. It lost to Back to the Future, I think. Yep. Or Raiders of the Lost. It lost. Yeah. I can't remember. Whatever. I can't remember either. I, hey, how about we talk about some board games? We are a board game podcast. Is that right? Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll start it off then. You ready for this? 15 minutes into it. We'll talk about a game that John has not played. We're going to get some of those bad, you know, they they write those things. What are those called? Reviews. (laughs) And they're going to be like, it took 15 minutes and 37 seconds to get to actually talking about board games. Well, we do get those comments. I know. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. But we just, we're not going to, we're not going to give in. That's what we're not going to do. We don't back down. No, we don't. All right. So the game that I have been playing lately is the rib... Normally, this is where I would edit. I was trying to say the no. liberation of Riotburg, but it came out the liberation of Lyotburg. You have the box. You literally brought the boxes to show the world. I do. There you go. All right. The liberation of Riotburg. And this is the next game in the um, the Legends of Andor series. I think, uh, not looking at it, I think it's like the fourth one in that series. I've only played the first and then this one. And in the liberation... Liber- <laughs> happening we can't edit he gets, this every time the camera turns on dean gets flustered that is right. and he loses everything that's right it is my favorite time in the world <laughs> ridiculous i love it all right let's try this again liberation of Wrightburg. maybe i should have picked root is my game to talk about i cannot mess that up right maybe all right this is a cooperative you'll find, you'll game a pretty quick game this is a midway game uh, 2.5 out of 5 this is cooperative two to four player game where you are taking the role of one of the heroes and you are trying to liberate Wrightburg. That's it. That's all you're trying to do. Okay, you each have cards in your hand. You play a card. It has several... It's multi-use cards. Okay. You play a card, take an action that you pick on there, and then it's the next player's turn. And what you're trying to do is you're at, you have six locations on the board, and at the bottom of the stacks of cards, and the cards are going to continue to pile up, kind of like a forbidden desert kind of thing. It's nothing like forbidden desert, but how like the sand piles up you know, on the tiles. Yes, I do know that. Yep. So cards are going to pile up on top of other cards, and you're trying to get down to the bottom by defeating monsters and picking up like cool weapons and things like that. And when you get down to the bottom, you can look at the bottom card, and then you have to complete that objective on there. There's okay. six of those. If you complete four of those, you are the winner. If you get through the deck of narrative cards, which determines what cards are going to be flipped over mm-hmm. and where they're going to go, then you lose. Okay. All right? That is... Super simple. I, I'm not going to go in much more detail because so we've got a did, lot of games to talk about. That's right. So what did you think about it? I like this one a lot. Really? Yeah. yeah. Legends of Andor is a game that I like quite a bit. And um, it's 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 more of like a mathy cooperative game kind of thing. Um, with this one, it's not so much. It feels... I don't know what this game feels like. Maybe like a cooperative, like simplified Bruges, maybe. I don't I don't know. That's what? probably... Really? Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but the multi-use cards, the multi-use cards, it. and the fact that you only have these cards in your hand. Now there is an element, a slight element of deck building, because you have these, um, uh, you have these allies that you can get into your hand, and they kind of help you. But it's really slight because you're only going to pick up maybe two or three of those at max throughout the game. But is this out now? Yes, this is out. This is a, a review copy that we got from Tame Co- Tames and Cosmos. And if anyone's played this, chat it up. Tell us what yeah, you think Yeah, I'd love it. to but hear your it, thoughts on this one. Or, or, this or if really you like new, right? Indoor. Yeah, this just came out this year. And it's yeah, it's going to get a good score for me. I like it quite a bit. Now, it is on the simpler side. It Again, it's a midweight game, but it's on the simpler side. A quicker game, an easier game to play than regular Legends of Andor. But the cool thing is, when you liberate Riotburg, 
that means you stop the the dragon from getting in. However, if you lose, then the dragon comes and attacks the castle, and that's what the next phase of the game is going to be. So this is what I love right now. Okay. Right now, we have friends of ours that don't normally probably listen to the podcast. They're on supporting us, and they're fig- they're learning how big of nerds we are right now. Just the way that you're talking, like you know what I mean, like about these games, and we love, and I love that. Like it's just like, I bet they're like, dude, these guys are, what are they, dragons and all this kind of stuff? Yes, uh, and we like meant, it. I didn't mean dragons. I meant something cooler than dragons. <laughs> dragons What's cooler than cool. a dragon, though? But let's get real. Dang it, John. He said, "Learning. That's good. He's good. He's quick. I, uh, <laughs> Learning that we're nerds. He are we already are nerds. Yeah. All right. Let's hear what you've been t- playing. Hey, look at there. Both old, of us. Oh, Burford's on now. All right. Burford finally joined us. Thanks, Stephen. Hey, thanks for caring for us, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, we love Stephen. All right, so here's a game that uh, Dr. Steve Finn sent over our way. The Little Flower Shop. Isn't that nice? Don't you like that box? It is less cool than dragons, would you say? This shows our personality. Dean's talking about, like, dragons, and I'm like, let's play The Little Flower Shop. Oh, yeah, The Little Flower Shop. I like it. It's a, yeah okay so <laughs> if you uh, don't for some of you folks on there if you ever play Biblios uh, we also did Cosmic Cosmic Run Regeneration um, those are Doctor Finn games he is a great designer so he sent us the little flower shop this is a gateway intro to card drafting type game wouldn't you say that yes the, uh-huh. so in this you yeah. have a flowered like display it's really really kind of cool and you're you're fill, you're getting vases you're filling them with flowers but you have to have specific type of flower and stuff that's on the vase and you're going to get scored you say vase or vase but vase. the world needs to know well i mean classy it's vase for do, sure but do you say that do you no re- i say vase okay so anyway <laughs> if so you, i was classy i would say vase you have to match those you have hanging guard uh, hanging not gardens hanging baskets and different things like that but really you're just drafting cards and just trying to score points by making a beautiful flower shop and it's three rounds seven cards each round it plays lickety split what do you think about it dean this is a fun game yeah, yeah. i I, I was a little nervous about the small cards. I typically don't like the tiny cards in drafting games. Dean likes big cards. I like normal standard what. size cards is what I like, and that does not have it. However, because of the size of each player's board and... His other brothers can't deny. Okay, are you done? No. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Um, because of the size of the board and how the cards are laid out for it to look nice, you can't really have full-size cards in this. But I, I think this is a lot of fun. It, it really shocked me. Um, it's not a theme that really necessarily draws me in like like dragons do. Or dra- Do you say dra- dragons or dragons? <laughs> <laughs> who, who says dragons? I'm saying if you say vase, maybe you say dragons. Maybe there's another way of saying it. Or vervens? Ver- ver- what is the word that John said on there? I don't know that word. Ververn. Ver- Wyvern? I guess guess if I say strength instead of strength, anyone can say anything, huh? It's not dragons, but it is a lot of fun. I think it's it's really cool. And then when you get done, you look at the board and you think, wow, that's a great looking like tableau piece that I've set up. And I I think it's got a lot of good table presence, especially for a card game. That's one of my favorite things about it is a lot of times you're playing these um, drafting games and like Seven Wonders and stuff, which I much prefer. But I'm just saying like you're playing these these drafting games and you just kind of see a bunch of cards laying on the table. Here it like is a beautiful display at the end of the game, and you actually feel like, wow, look at my flower shop. It looks nice. Yeah, so, it's a fun one. Well, I thought it was good. I, I'm not like I'm not Gaga. I'm not, I think Dean likes it more than I do. I think it's good for what it is. Um, great intro to card drafting game. 
Yeah. He has not missed for me, I don't think. I've only played three of his games now, and they've been really good. I've enjoyed all of Dr. This Sims is my games. least favorite of his, I think, even though I was re- I was really excited about the theme of this game. I just, I don't know, I wanted to have a fl- game about making a flower shop. But uh, I still like it, though. It's still a solid game. I just, it's just, it was probably my least favorite out of those three. Yeah, yeah. Fun times. Good, good times. We'll have videos, for, actually, for both of those here in the next, I don't know, maybe a week or two. But But be looking for those to check out the gameplay. All right, now is the time where we transition and move on to our first review, which is going to be... With y'all, too. Viticulture. Viticulture, here we go now. Gonna make some wine. Gonna drink some wine. Gonna sip some wine with my girl, hey. With my girl, hey. Hey, 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 hey. All right, let's talk about viticulture. You want to you want to pull out viticulture so we can see that? Specifically, we're talking about viticulture essentials edition, which is actually the only edition I think you can get now. I don't have viticulture. And, we're ta- and I'm talking edition. about. Sorry, Dean, I didn't mean to interrupt. You. <laughs> you're good. I was gonna say I'm talking about Tuscany too, yo. Yeah, yeah. So if you're gonna you're gonna pull out that. So viticulture, I'll just throw out some things on this one. It came out in 2015. It's a little bit of an older game. Plays one to six players in Viticulture. This is a basic worker placement game. You're going to start off with your two regular workers. And, well, some of that can change. Mainly, you're going to start off with two regular workers and a grande. And then you're just going to be placing your workers onto the board to plant your vines. You're going to do lots of things. You're going to harvest your fields. You're going to make wine. You're going to uh, what? sell wine. You're going to do lots of different things with wine. And with you're, you're making and selling wine. Yeah, you're, you're that's running. The, that's a, the simple. You're you're running your own running a winery. Run, winery. <laughs> winery. <laughs> running a winery, and then uh, with Tuscany, it's it just adds more of that. We'll talk about that, but that's that's the gist of the game because we're going to be talking about your thoughts. We're going to be talking about our thoughts. So we want to make sure that we can kind of keep these pretty concise, um, it, which is why we picked some games sure. that a lot of people might have played before. So That's what we did. We wanted to do games that hopefully a lot of y'all have played. If you haven't played Viticulture out there, if you, it's a great intro to worker placement game. One of the, one of the best, maybe? Uh, it depends on the theme. Like I love the theme of running my own winery. I just think that's a fantastic theme. So it sucked me in big time. The first time I played this, I was just t- completely blown away. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, so that's, that's, and if you don't like that theme, it's still a really, I mean, it's a, it's a solid game no matter what. If I you think. like, like liberation of Wrightburg, right? So if you like that, then a Lords of Waterdeep theme might be something that grabs you a little bit more. Yeah. That being said, um, I think you're absolutely right. This is, this is super entry level worker placement but until you until you add tuscany and then tuscany adds a lot more to it but and it's not that it's a what is what's the weight on this uh, it's almost a three dean like that's what i'm saying like you say we're saying entry level but it's not like we're not talking about a super simple game to play i think this one gets a lot of people into worker placements that's what this this i don't think this one is as popular as like lords of Waterdeep, for example or maybe not even as popular as nah. it's probably as popular as like a stone age which is another kind of more entry level but it's it's got some complexity to the base game itself. But then when you add in Tuscany, that's even quite a bit more complexity. But yeah, but not like over the top. That's I would right. Say that. We got some comments down there. If you're cl- it's closer to your eyeballs. Oh, oh boy. Okay. What people say about yeah. viticulture, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So give us give us your comments. We'll, we'll we're going to rate these games, and we want you all to as well. So don't only give your comments. Let's get some Meepletown ratings. We do the board game geek scale a scale one to ten. 
if you don't know the way that they do the scale, then I'm going to pull it up for you right now. He's or not going to read all of them. Google it. I mean, you can probably figure it out. One to ten, ten being the best, right? Is that? I mean, you can, but I'm just saying. Viticulture like, from Andrew Graham. Do you want to hear what he has to say about it? Yep. Andrew gave it a seven and a half or seven out of ten. Excuse me, seven point okay. okay. zero out of ten. He says, I only have a few plays of this one, and it definitely may grow on me, but hasn't quite lived up to the hype for me, at least at two players. I find it enjoyable, and it's a beautiful game, but the luck factor, particularly with these certain visitor cards, is maybe a little higher than I'd like, and I don't feel like I'm constantly making really interesting decisions. Do you disagree with that? No, I don't totally disagree with that. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't at all, actually. I don't? So Tuscany helps with this, I think, because with the Tuscany expansion, it's not just winter and, um, I don't know, it's not just two seasons, whatever they are. It's four seasons, and you get more cards, too, based on your order. So when you pick, you know, you pick your order, you might actually get a yellow card and a purple card or whatever. So there's more chances, I think, to get uh, more cards or whatever. So, so okay, I'm going to go ahead and say this. We've talked about it in a podcast in the past. It is difficult for me to fully talk about Tuscany because we're talking about two separate things. So John has Viticulture Essential Edition and then Tuscany Essential Edition. I have the original like Kickstarter version of both of those. It's a little different. And yeah, so when I started talking about, we didn't know this until we were recording one time, I started talking about what was in Tuscany. I was like, yeah, the one that makes cheese. And you're like, what? There's no, <laughs> there's no, right? Because right, in the essential edition, no, you're right. there's not one that's exactly where right. you're cheese making. The cheese making part of that is not, it doesn't need to be in there. It's, it's totally fine. You're not missing out on, you get cow meeples. You make plenty so. of cheese as it is. That's right. That's right. It's utterly ridiculous. All right, so, uh, but but there are some differences in there. But when you add Tuscany, you add in the structures, which allow for different buildings than just the I main like those, buildings. I like the structures, structures. It might be my favorite part of the expansion, potentially. Yeah, it is. I think. I think it is mine. Uh, what a else little does, engine building there as well. What else? It has it a adds little stars. Map. It has the stars map that you can put, which is, uh, I think it's cool. It's not great. Um, but it just, I think it just adds, with adding those several little things, it ups that complexity level that I think is really good. Um Andrew, yeah, do you think Tuscany's worth it with two players? I play it with two players all the time, so yeah. I don't think it changes. Okay, no, no, no. I would it much does. rather play having, it with, with Tuscany. Having with, no, no, no I'm sorry, with more people is what I meant. Oh, having oh. with more people, the biggest change are the, the circles. So when you place your worker in those later spots, then you can get extra bonuses. Yeah. And so I think it's a little more interesting with more people, I but agree. I still think that two players, it, two players the way I play it most of the time. Yep, I agree with that 100%. Let's get some other ones. We got, oh, Mullen's giving it, Mully giving it a seven out of 10. Okay, okay. not All bad. Right. Burford dropping the four bomb. On it. Four out of ten. Okay, so I know Stephen very well. Stephen is one of my closest friends in the entire world. Stephen and I really enjoy Lords of Waterdeep, and I would imagine he has that pretty high. He put that on that he Oh, that's right. Okay, I see it on here that. now. Um, and so, and I'm with Stephen. I definitely prefer Lords of Waterdeep with expansion material with it, but I still think Viticulture is good. Here's my issue with it, John. It's gone down. Like, it's, I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't enjoy it as much as I used to, but I still, I agree with I still that. really like it. I, I lost my notebook here where I have my scores written down. Because I think we can talk about our scores. Was can it, we do that? Was it that hard to remember five scores? Yeah. Actually, to it, is. <laughs> it totally is. I had a good joke that I was going to say at the beginning of the episode, and I totally forgot that. So I should have written it down. Oh, you, man. You plan your jokes? It's going to be really good. It's you gone, do, though. It's, it, it'll come to me, I'm sure. I'll, well, while you're looking yours up, I'm going to give you my thoughts okay. real quick. Um, right. I think it's an absolutely fantastic intro to um, worker placement game. I absolutely love the theme. I, I think it's just a blast to pretend like I 
I something that I've quite enjoyed doing was going to little wineries and like listens to stories of people tell why they started their winery and stuff. I just I like that. I, I just think it's fun. I love lo- learning new things about people and why they decided to do this winery and their grandfather's grandfather started it. I think that's great. So it kind of puts me in there. So the theme is just like I just love it. Um, but I agree that it has over the years has just slowly kind of fallen for me a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I think it was actually. It was on my top 50 last year, and I still think it will be potentially, potentially. Um, it's probably bubble. I don't know, man. Maybe it's off. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Okay. A very solid 8. And that's a, I almost said 8.5. I was really close to going 8.5 out of 10 on this. I mean, you're, you're including Tuscany in that. I am. Yeah. It's a, it's a I'm really sad to give it 8 out of like, – I wish there was – you know, I wish we had the quarter score sometimes, Dean. I wish I could give it 8.25. All right. <laughs> eight, eight, really solid 8 out of 10. I still thoroughly enjoy this. I don't know if that speaks much louder. I'm actually right on the same exact page as you on this one. And uh, so I probably sound a little negative about it when I said it's gone down a little bit. That's because it used to be like a 9 for me. I mean, I I, I played this game a lot. And uh, I've, I, on occasion, play solo games and kind of, you know, well, okay, now I'm way into nerd territory, right? Like, there's no coming back now. But when I play this one solo, I think it's a lot of fun. Like a lot of Stonemaier games. I play games. my board games by myself because I don't have any friends. Sometimes people won't play games with me. Hey, I do the same because thing. Because I win all the time except against Jonathan. But that's not at all true, by the way. I lose most of my games except against John. But I still, I really enjoy this one. It, it's still an eight for me, which is, it's it's really solid. Yeah, I like it. I... I really enjoy Tuscany. It's definitely my preferred way to play this, but I'm okay with playing Viticulture just base game as well. With Mamas and Papas, I think I still... Well, mine doesn't have Mamas and Papas. It's included in Tuscany, but it's not in, in the base game. But with Essential Edition, it is in there. So I want to play with Mamas and Papas, and I kind of like the map, but I don't have to have it, you know? Do you listen to the Mamas and Papas while you pick your Mamas and Papas? No. That would be epic. Uh, that'd be pretty good. Let's do it. All right, we got to keep rolling. <laughs> we're thirty minutes into this bad boy. We've got one down. Okay. We're All right, doing, let's keep going. Well, I mean, like a lot of talk of nonsense too. You can't forget that. Small World. How about that? Small World is a game designed by Felipe Chiarte. Chiarts. Chiarts. And I'm going to mention the artist. I didn't mention the artist on Viticulture. Sorry about that. Uh, actually, or the designer for that matter. That's Jamie Stegmeyer and the. Uh, uh, Jacques Davis is the one of the artists. And Beth Sobel. Uh, Don't forget old Beth. For Viticulture. Sorry about yeah, that. Absolutely. And then David Montgomery. Sorry, I wasn't yep. looking at the right place. Okay, Small World is... Uh, art is by Miguel Coimbra, which is somebody I really enjoy. The, the game looks fantastic. You're not holding it up I anymore, really like his game. Uh, Cyril, Cyril Dajon uh, is the other artist. And this is a Days of Wonder game. One of their earlier... Not earlier games, but it's still pretty old. Like, it's 11 years old, 2009. It's pretty old, right? This was out before I was really, really into the hobby. Born. Oh. Okay. <laughs> in Small World, you are going to be starting off, you're going to have this map set up, and you're, it's area control. So you're trying to control as many territories as you can because that's how you're going to get your victory points or coins. Coins, yeah. Um, so what you do is you take your stack of characters from your, your race and your special power. You're going to have two different tiles. Those are going to be mixed up, and you're going to have a race with a special power, and then so every game is can be a, there's a that totally diff, different, totally different because you have different races matching up with different powers. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of variability in that for sure. Yeah. You're going to take your stack of cardboard for that for that race, and you're going to be placing it on the board, 
and it's two tiles per territory plus however many pieces of cardboard that are in there so you're going to be trying to knock out other players you're going to be going into empty territories but then at the end of the, your turn however many territories you control you're going to get a coin per territory yeah. and then whatever else rule changes are in there like i say one coin per territory but more often than not it's going to be more than that like you might have an extra coin for every farmland you control that's so right for the zone yep that's right so yeah. that is small world now there's small okay. there's your, a your wife just said she enjoys it she loves it. I'm actually, I've gotten, I've had her write some things down that I was going to read. Hey, my wife, if you're out there still, can you give me your rating on Viticulture? I know you get nervous about rating things. Put your money where your, your um, the table is. What? I think when you started singing, maybe that's when she... She jumped off. Oh, I didn't do a song for Small World, and I'm not... It's a Small World? <sighs> no, we'll get kicked off for sure. Right. That's right. <laughs> Um, okay, Small World. I, there's a ton of stuff to this game, by the way. There's Small World, there's Small World Underground, uh, Skylands, yeah. River, there's many expansions galore, lots of stuff. What do you think of Small World? Well, here's the thing. This was kind of fun. Dude, Jay Mullins has never played Small World? That is crazy. Ah, that okay. is crazy. I thought I played with Jonathan, but he was not there that night. Wow. I remember this years ago, early on in, in when I was in this hobby. I'm going to answer Chuck's question here um, about it. He's got the app. I have the app as well, and I have course the physical copy that i just pulled up so um I, the app's brilliant i love the app for small world i always like almost always like the physical copy better though it's just that's just my style it's occasionally i like an app better if it's like a really fast game that i can just play in a few minutes like that's pretty clever i probably like having the app better you know uh, besides that though I, I like the physical copy but i still love the app it's we did awesome. a top uh 10 digital apps uh digital apps uh, app board games, app implementations of board what games. What other kind of apps are there? Except for <laughs> let me keep, some apps let me keep talking and eventually I'll get it. So we did a top 10 list. This was in my top 10 of those digital games. Uh, the app is fantastic. I will say this. It has the base game and then you can also get the three of the mini expansions. Uh, but it doesn't have Underground. Huh. Underground? Underworld? What is it called? I don't, I, I don't remember. literally just played it last night. Uh. <laughs> Steven, Steven just said, guys, strike two for me. Not a fan of this either. So if there's strike three, is what's going to happen, Stephen? What are you threatening to do? What's I want to know. Why, why you're looking that up? Or do you, are you when? It, you well, I was going to say when Jonathan talked about not playing it, it was Stephen was there that night that I thought Jonathan was. Stephen had a bad time on that game. If that's the only time you've played, I don't know if you played it other times. You need to play it again. I think it was a bad experience. Wow. So here's my thought. It was really fun. I got to bring out Small World last night for the first time in a while. We both played last Quite night. Quite a while. My cousin Seth was over, and he doesn't play board games. He recently went to Florida, and he called me. He was like, hey, my friend said, we're going to play this game called Ticket to Ride. Do you know what that is? And, you know, of course, yes. And then he, like, wanted me to rate it and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, that's, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> he loved Ticket to Ride. I thought, let's play Small World. That's fun. We can mix it up. I mean, if you don't like conflict and you don't, and you get your feelings hurt easy, Small World's probably not the game for you. He didn't mind all that. Yeah, it, but he, it depends on who you're playing with. You know, yeah. some people don't. You, you have to. You have to attack. You have to attack other people. But you don't have to do it like super heavy. Like if everyone's kind of doing their own thing, I don't think that's the optimal way to play or even the fun way to play. Yeah. But if you all are okay with that, it's 
fine, but you're still always going to attack each other at least a little bit. In small world, you have to play the fine line between when to attack and when to kind of, oh, if I can carve off this little side of the map and let's not fight each other, I can get a lot of points potentially. If you're all, always just attacking everybody, you will lose the game. My son did that last night, and I was like, you are playing this terribly. Like, dude, go into decline. You're attacking me with like six guys. Like, you got to, and he didn't listen. And his score was the worst score I've almost ever seen. <laughs> um, but I like Small World. It's a great entry-level game to um, area control. It is, it's it's a very fun game. It's in my collection, and I don't know if it will ever leave my collection, but I'm not going to give it a super high score. This one is ranked overall. I've got a few comments on here that I'll read in just a second. This one is ranked 236 overall. The uh, Underworld is is ranked lower than that. Let's see, it's 377, which is still 377 out of, what, 100-something thousand games listed on here. And the uh, the weight of the original was 2.36 out of 5, meaning like that's that's how difficult it is to play. Yeah. Um, 2.58 on Underground. That's, that's right, but Underground is heavier. But the thing I, I kind of like and kind of don't like, so it adds these special powers per territory. So if you have a control over this territory, you get this special ability within that territory. It can be really thinky because you have to think, okay, I have this territory, but I don't control it anymore, so I don't get that special ability. So it can add a little bit of that. But I still think it's fun. I still I, I kind of prefer the original, I think, but I haven't played Underground nearly as much. I have... Okay. A bunch of this stuff. Like, it will not fit in two boxes. It's Dude, we're on the edge of our seat now. Like, I am. Actually, I am. I'm not kidding. I want to know what you want to rate this thing, man. We're not ready for that. Peter Schott says... you your ready? money on the table. Peter Schott gives it a 7.5 out of 10. How about that? I enjoy the game. Yep. We only have the base game plus a couple smaller expansions for it, but the area control, special powers, variation of those powers, and the fact that you never... Um, uh, you're out. You're never out of the game, even if you're lose. Even if it looks like it, right? I, I think that's true because you also keep your victory points hidden in this one, and so you never really, really know where somebody's at. You, you can, you can, I guess, math it out, but it would be difficult. I think. Yeah, right? but you know, if I mean, if someone is getting a point or two regularly over the other players, you know, they've got to be. They've got to be significantly. If somebody's late. blowing people out of the water, yes. But but here's the thing though. The thing good thing about Small World is if you people might get offended, but I need to go, hey Dean, Larissa, my wife is killing us. Let's destroy her. Mm-hmm. Then you can come back and beat her. Yeah. That's the good thing about it. I really like that about it. And again, you have to have the right crowd to play this. My thing. wife commented. She still won't comment about viticulture. Almost too simple. Almost too simple. You guys might like Look underground. At that. Look at underground that, is it has more to it. Wow. But but there's still the base mechanic is the same. All right, uh, small world for Andrew Graham. This used to be, I'm going to do one more because my wife yep. said something about this. Um, this used to be a 10 out of 10 for me wow. and was my favorite board game when I was first getting into the hobby. The idea that each game, the pair of powers and races were different really excites me. And I still want to try more of the expansions in Underground. The only problem is I have it, uh, that I have with it now is that you really need players to have similar experience levels with the game for it yes. to shine. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because if you really know the races and powers... You can look at it and say, okay, this one's going to be better than the other ones. You have to pay for it to move up, but you still, it, it could it could be worth it for you. Our game last night wasn't even close. I'm going to tell you about my e- game in just a it second. Was, it wasn't even close. And that was why, because I had played this game way more than everybody else. I knew which ones were the best, and it kind of was unfair, you know? I will say this, too. Nobody, I don't think anybody's asked this one, but... Um, 
the I think the game scales well, even though I prefer to play it at a higher player count. This is uh, to uh, through five players, but I still think at two players it's good because the it gives you a different board that plays on two players. Okay, um, Servlium, I have everything for Small World and have spent wow, many hours with it. It just never makes it to the table anymore. Debating about whether to keep it. Mm, lots of space. It is a lot of space. That's yeah. a lot of stuff. So six and a half out of ten on that one. Makes sense. All right, my wife, she didn't give a rating on this one, but she likes the variety of the characters and how they all go together, right? Um, she likes the simplicity of the mechanisms in the game, which I agree with her on this. And because, you know, you have quick turns. You do what you need to do. It's real fast. You can come back to the table and, you know, take your next turn or whatever. And it's a good night, good option for family game night. So I'm, I'm with her on that. Yep. Now she dis- it's just very true. She dislikes, especially because we played Underground. This was her first time playing Underground. And you ha- we had to refer back to the sheet a lot to know what all of everything did. And so that can be an issue if you don't know the game very well. So I get that. I'm with yeah. her. That's all I'm going to add to it. I'll say the exact same things that my wife said. I'm going to rate this really high. Wow. It's in my top 50. Wowzers. If, if you watch her video from last year. And I understand why people don't like this and probably think that I'm weird for rating this so high, but I just, I think it's a lot of fun. So I give, it's, it's hot. It's just, John, turn the it's air stifling off in here. in here. I turned the air off y'all because it's, I don't want that noise, but I think it's on again. So I might as well just crank that sucker yeah, You turned the heat on is what you did. All, All right. right. Nine. Nine, Nine out, of out of 10. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a Whoa. lot of that, it has to do with nostalgia for wow. me too. I've played this game a bunch and this was and, and sometimes continues to be, even though, again, it's not optimal at I'm two. I'm turning the air down. That's fine. I'll just keep talking. Keep going. Again, it's not optimal at two, but it is it is one that my wife and I go to a lot. We we both enjoy playing this one because we know it pretty well, and we can just pull it out and play it pretty quickly. Chuck Wade says, ready for it? Uh, six out of ten. I'd like to try the physical copy. It would probably be higher. Maybe. Maybe, Chuck. I, I think that the player interaction is... is Fun. I always think physical copies are going to be better. Uh, not always. Uh, Gonchon Clever is the <laughs> exception there. No, there's some other ones, um, maybe. That's true. And I don't even like love that game anyway. But yeah. I, I, yeah, if you don't love the app version of the game, I don't know if you're going to love the physical copy of this one. Yeah. I might be I'm wrong. I'm not sure either. So here's my thoughts on it. Um, I agree with a statement earlier made that was when I first got into the hobby. This was one of those games. So this was how many years ago? 11 years ago? This was right when I was like, you know, I was I had Catan, I had Tickets to Ride, I had Puerto Rico. You know, uh, I, I picked this game up and loved it. I mean, this was probably one of my favorites for a little while back then. And it's still a fun game. I had a fun time playing it last night. <sighs> this is tough for me because a 7 out of 10 on the BGG scale says usually willing to play. It's quite the size. And I don't think I'm usually willing to play this, Dean. Okay. I... It depends on how you take that statement. I'm usually willing to play anything. You know what I mean? But like, That's true. But there's so many other games I would rather play than this game, even though I, I, think, it's, I, think, it's a, I think it's a really good game for what it is. Six and a half out of ten. Okay. Wow, that was really dramatic. Maybe I wanted it to be a, I wanted it to be a seven, but I'm not going to do it because I can't say I'm usually willing to play this. Yeah. I'm not usually willing to play this with everybody. I'll say that. Like, it's not one that I really introduce a lot of people to, but it's one that, because my wife and I love it so much, um, I'm good. Excellent. A 9 out of 10 is excellent. Always enjoy playing it. I do. I always enjoy playing this game. So my my 
before we move to the next game, my wife actually rated Viticulture 8 out of 10. Thank you, baby sweetie. Perfect rating. Baby sweetie? Baby sweetie. Ugh. Perfect rating. All right. I'm and gonna, I, I have not make, played Sky Islands. I want to make one more comment. Um, there, There's a new implementation of this coming out. If you love World of Warcraft, which I'm not a big World of Warcraft person, there is a small World of Warcraft. I'm, I'm actually pi- pipe. <laughs> Hype this, about that. This is going to rejuvenate this game. There are a lot of people pumped about this. I don't know the video game that I don't know the video game at all, actually. So I don't, I don't. I'm not going to rush out and get this one. But I do. I'm excited because I think a lot of people are going to really. This is going to grab a lot of people and bring them into the hobby. That's I, what I think. I, I got out of games right before World of right when World of Warcraft started getting hype. So you show literally do a game podcast. I'm talking about video games. <laughs> you said World of now. I played Warcraft. So there you go. Is that the same thing? I don't no. know what Warcraft, no. Warcraft is. No. Okay. Warcraft was a strategy game, real-time strategy game. Then World of Warcraft is a whole land. I used to play EverQuest. So any of those, any EverQuesters out there? Anybody used to play EverQuest back I in the day? I vaguely remember oh, that. It was so amazing. Anyway, we need to Let's move on, move on to it. our next review, which is Agricola by John's favorite oh. board game designer. Boom! Uva Rosenberg. Agricola. Do you want to give a rundown of this one gonna, since you're about to go crazy? I'm going to wash my sheep. Oh, I'm going to pluck my sheep. Washing pluck sheep, sheep is not part of this you game. You don't pluck sheep. You're going to shear my sheep. Mm, 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 mm. Hey, that's what I'm going to do. All you right. Wanna, you want to give a rundown of this game? I, I can uh, tell you this just game. Like, just like when Charles Minor told Jim, Jim to give him a rundown, can you be more specific on what? <laughs> Oh, if you would have spit your coffee, that would have been epic. Oh, that so, uh, was so close. So <laughs> that was so close. I don't know. Just give me a rundown, Jim. It's not that difficult. Whoa, Jonathan hasn't played Agricola. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Jonathan, we're talking about a guy who has Jonathan. How many games do you have? Tell us. Like three hundred, four hundred. I mean, ridiculous amounts of games. I can anyway, tell you exactly. I can look it up. I will not. Yeah, he'll he'll type it in there. Right. No problem. He doesn't mind bragging about himself. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jonathan. All right, so anywho, uh, so in Agricola, it's like a lot of Uwe Rosenberg games. If you've ever played any, um, you're going to basically take a meeple. It's a worker placement. You're going to put a meeple or a disc, I guess depends on what version of this you have, out on um, the board, and you're just going to simply do what it says. You're going to plow fields. You're going to get sheep. You're going to wish for children and make babies in this game. You're going to um, build fences, and you're going to put raise hogs and all this kind of stuff. You also, at the beginning of the game, though, get cards, which is one of the most interesting parts of the game, I believe is you can either do a drafting way to get your cards drafting, or you can just be given random like seven occupations and seven minor improvements cards that give you special abilities and stuff throughout the game. What's really cool about those are they're all different. So every time you play this game, that part of it is totally different. And then the one, the way that the um, actions open up over the course of the game, you don't have all the worker placement spots at the beginning. Um, it's roughly the same every time. I mean, it's roughly the same. Like you have in stage one, there's four different cards that could come out and they're going to come out in the first four. And so and that changes and that, that adds some variability to it as well. Um, but yeah, that's good. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get your thoughts on Agricola. All right. I, I like Agricola. Agricola is one of those that I got around probably the same time that I picked up Small World. I think I picked this one up, I guess, maybe 2012, 2013. And I played it with my wife, and we were both pretty new to the hobby. And uh, you can play the, the, which I think is called the family version now, where you don't have the cards. You can play that. I think that's originally how we played it. Uh, played it with my friend Kenneth a couple times, and then got rid of this game. Kenneth King? Kenneth King, that's right. 
That's right. Kenneth King and I played this a couple times. And, uh, okay, I like Agricola, but wow. I, I don't love Agricola. And let me tell you why. I don't like negative things to happen in games. <laughs> Small World's okay. I love to attack people. In Agricola, you lose points if you don't specialize in everything. Well, if, if you, you don't, stink, you should lose points. If you don't specialize in every animal, if you don't specialize in the different types of farming, you're going to lose points in all those things. And I don't like to be pigeonholed, right? I don't want the game to hold me down. You want to do what you want to do. And if that you is, want to raise sheep, you're going to raise a crap ton of sheep. That's what I want to do. And you can get a lot of points that way. And the thing is, and you have to feed your workers. And if you don't feed your workers, it's really stressful because you, you a lot of it, That's this is why a lot of people don't who don't like this game, a lot of people don't like it because you're feeding the workers because it is such a stressful game, especially as the game goes on later. If you don't have a good, somewhat of a good food engine, which probably you will. You have to if you're, yeah. But if you don't, especially if you've only played this game once or twice, then you You'll don't have home. much yeah, yeah. time to get food and it's super frustrating. So you have to play this one a decent amount to feel like you're accomplishing anything. I did pretty bad the first Several times I played this game, I remember. So this is I like a game. Dean. Jonathan, a different Jonathan saw said I like Agricola's shackles. Yes, a lot of people do. I'm about to say that. Okay, I like a game that bends me over and slaps my bottom. What? I like. <laughs> I do. This is I, a live episode. We cannot edit that out. I like a game that slaps my bottom. I like a tough game. I like a game that is brutal. A lot of times. <laughs> now, Aquasphere. We talked about that on the last podcast. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. I still seven and a half out of ten. I liked it, but it wasn't my favorite. This game, Aquasphere, doesn't do that though. Like this, you're right. I got. I, yeah. I. I. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about feeding your family. First of all, it's ultra thematic. Because think about this, Dean. If you have a farm, what's the number one thing you're going to do with your fa- with with it? Why do you have a farm? What's the number one thing you're going to do with a farm? Uh, you're going to well it depends on what kind of farm you have right okay I'm talking about back in Agricola time okay I you're, I you're no gonna idea. get food for your family okay that's why it's super thematic like that's what I was thinking about like, this is so thematic because it I is don't. it is difficult to feed your family but it should be because it's thematic when you have a farm you gotta feed your your kinfolk I don't disagree with the fact that okay. it's, I think this is super thematic okay I totally agree with that alright so on top of that I love the how the worker placement spots are so tight in this game. Like you're sitting there going, first of all, you only have two workers, so you have to absolutely make good choices or you will get hosed in Agricola. And when other people are taking those spots or when you finally get the spot that you want, you're like, yeah, I got it, man. I just got six wood and I'm going to just, I'm going to make so many fences, so many fences with this, you know? Yeah. And it just feels great. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't dislike this game. And yeah, I, I know. And I get why people love, love this game. And every time, and you'll say this again to me now, every time we talk about Agricola and I say that I don't love it and I got, I got rid of it. Now, I got rid of it because I picked up Brewcrafters, which is, for me, the better game. But, again, that's for me. Never played it. Uh, and that's fine. You will. I actually have it sitting right there, but it's under stuff, so I'm not going to get it out right now. But I would rather play Brewcrafters because it gives me kind of that same feel without being so restrictive and without without making me focus on something. I mean, you're focused on on brewing beer, but other than that, like I don't have to do all these all these different things to kind of keep this level playing field. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I also want to say before I give my rating, I love the card play in this game. It you have to play to the cards that you get. 
It sounds like something's taken off outside. Somebody, somebody weed eating? It's like 9 <laughs> o'clock at door. night. What in the world? But you have to play those cards right. You absolutely have to do that. Um, and I like the I, drafting the cards is just brilliantly fun. I like that aspect of it. Uh, my wife does not like this game that much. We played it on Monday night or Tuesday night, and she was like, eh, it's okay. She hasn't played the drafting card version. I think she should, and that'll make it a whole lot better. I'm giving this, Dean, this is my relationship with Agricola. Let me just do this, then I'm going to give you my rating. I first played it back a while ago. Quite enjoyed it. Then for some reason, it started taking a dip. I don't really know what it was. I feel like I just didn't get it. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Dean, it started rising. It started. It was like a glorious sunrise. I love this game. I love how tight it is. Nine out of ten. Boom. Okay. I get it. I mean, there's no surprise for anyone in the 10. entire world because Uva is your favorite. Agricola might be one of his. Might be his best. I mean, I know a lot of people would say like Feast for Odin. Uh, so a lot of people like Caverna better, but there's a ton of people who are like diehard Agricola. I love people. Agricola. Yeah. I. It's I, not my favorite. I. <laughs> I like Caverna better for those out there, and I like a Feast for Odin better, and I like Lahav better. That tells you how ridiculously much I like. When those we do our games. top fifty, that's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be pretty interesting. We'll do Uva, and then we'll get to the other designers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Fister's great. Feld's great. Anyways. Yeah. So Jonathan did pipe up and said Brewcrafters is, is good. It's about a seven and a half for me. Um, I think Jonathan, you probably would like Agricola better than Brewcrafters. There there are a ton of people that would. Uh, Jonathan. Um, Saw said that he has Brewcrafters and and he needs to play it, but he also said he loves, I think, loves Agricola, and you might have just been putting words get in it. his mouth. It's they're two different games, but they give you like there's a lot of similarities. You cannot deny the the impact that Agricola had on the designers of Brewcrafters. I, I don't want to keep talking. Are about we that talking about Agricola or Brewcrafters? I want to talk about Brewcrafters. <laughs> just kidding. He just cracked it. A little I bit I like Agricola. I. It's tough. It's tough. It's it's and again, it's not that I haven't played this game enough. I've played this game a lot, but it's I'll put it at a seven because it's not one that I always want to play. But if you say, hey, let's play Agricola, I'll play it. But I'm probably not going to suggest it. Like it's not in that territory where I'm gonna like jump out of my seat to play Agricola. I like it, don't love it. I will. But it's a fun game, and I totally get why people absolutely love this game. Yep. A lot of people could have this as their only game, and that would be totally fine with the them. The app is nice too. Yeah, the app is really good. It, it was in my list as well. Yep. Now, right, we're not going to go on to the next game, John. Oh, we got, yeah. It's pick six time. We need to break this up. Yeah. Are you ready for pick six? You're probably six? right about that. Yep. Let's do it. We're going to play All a right. game with Meeple Town. We're going to play a quick game of Pick 6. We're going to try to keep this really quick, unlike Ooh. our review so far. Ooh, pick 6, Okay, Here so we go. John picked up pick six, John girl, picked three pick. questions. All right, you ready? John picked three questions. I picked three questions. We threw it out to the guild. That's Board Game Geek Guild number 3407. We asked the guild to fill out these forms, and we're going to see who gets the most points. Kind of family feud style, and Jonathan, I think that Fields of Arl is fantastic as well. Fields of Arl is the best out of those you listed. For Dean. Not for me, but they're really close. It's I think I rated it an eight and a half, and I love it. So, anyways. Arla. All right. Arl. Most career pick sixes. Hey, Jonathan, that's good, John Mueller. Pick six. Like, ah, I got you. I got did you, you think about that whenever I, you did that? Ed Reed. Yeah, of course I did, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I didn't know if you sport or not. I'm just kidding. I know you do. Okay. You love the Detroit Lions. I do. 
I just had the the t-shirt on in the you did. Spirit Island video that's going to come out soon. So right. what's going to happen here okay. is Dean's going to ask me a question. We did a Family Feud style poll. I'm going to answer, but Meeple Town, y'all out there are going to answer as well. So I score points based on if I get it and you help me score points. And then turn back around and do the same for Dean. So you all, y'all, you got to help me score some points here. All right? You got that? I don't get to have the, you know the audio feedback that I want like <laughs> yeah 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 all right all right ask my question I want you to ask first because okay. I have to pull up a list for you I think oh I'm pretty sure for my okay first Dean question. all right this is so the first question is for Dean and y'all go ahead and start typing typing away what is the ideal board collection size Dean and and here's the thing I said increments of 100, and I know some people. You can give an answer that's less that says one one answer is going to be less than 100. Okay. Okay. So an answer can just be just one. Than, okay, that's good. To it can be less than 100. So out there, y'all, one of the answers can be less than 100 or 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 800, 900, 1000, 1100, 1200, 1300, you know, and okay. 1400 and 1500. Okay. <laughs> I think we got it. All right, so the ideal, and there's no options in this. We're just going, these were short answers. That's right, and the reason I did increments of 100 is because I thought if it was like 50 or 25, Lord, you'd have so many choices. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, Martin's actually, yeah. Okay, so we got. All right, Steven says less than 100. Martin. Uh, 150. Lousen says 150. Do it, do it, y'all do it in increments of 100, but I agree 100% with Martin personally. Larissa says 200. All that's, right. That's my, that's my, I want to keep it at 150. Um, all, all right. right. All right. Chuck Waits is 100. Okay. All right. Uh, Jonathan Sauce is, I have 200. I Okay, I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead and answer. Okay. I got this. All right. I think 200 is actually what I was going to pick in my mind anyway. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say 200. So here's the thing. Do you want to just do one answer, all with Meeple Town? Or do you want to let them answer one? Let's just go all with Meeple Town. Let's just, you make the call if you want to go with Meeple Town or not. One answer to this question. Let's let's roll the dice. Let's get some more serious. Yeah, I thought not, there's, no two, there's no two answers to this. One right. more, Jonathan Mullen says. That's exactly right. All right. So with that being said, you get satisfied. two points if you guess the number one answer, one point if you guess the number two answer, zero points if you don't. Dean goes with 200. It is the number two answer. Bull. It's the number one it's answer. It's the number That's two right. answer, y'all. So <laughs> Dean gets one point. Can you write one point? Do you have something to write with? I don't. With your blood. I can. Uh, I, I have a phone. Prick your finger. Okay. Yeah, I'd phone. much rather use a pen. Yeah. Old man Dean. Okay, right. and so I want—I do want to say that there were some folks that did have some interesting comments on here, like however many my wife will let me have. That's that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And someone else put as many as you play. That's actually a really good answer to that, even though, you know, we said increments of one hundred, but that's good, right? That's hey, right. As many as you actually play, keep them in your collection. There we go. Woo. All right. There we go. Now my question: You ready for this? Yep. So you have one point. All right. This is going to be right, hard. This me out. might be your hardest one, maybe. What is your favorite? Come on, come on. As in, oh me or not? Gosh. You're gonna see. You're gonna ask specific questions if people don't. Go ahead. What is your favorite? Come on, game. Not named Blood Rage, which made it even oh more difficult gosh. for you. I think. I'm out to win, John. We are gamers, and I plan to win. So let us know what you think. Maybe not necessarily what your favorite Why do you have come to on ask game is. Those? But this, what do you think that Meeple Town says? Your favorite come on game that's not named Blood Rage. John, I got a list for you up here right now. Okay. All right, do you want me to put these in in uh, rank? I appreciate you. Giving you mean me list these by rank? A list. Um, no, I don't want to know that. 
I don't don't help me out except for just just start naming off some. All right, so we got. I'm just gonna I'm gonna name them in order that they have them on here. Arcadia Quest, Zombicide. We've got uh, Sheriff of Nottingham, The Grizzled, Potion Explosion. We've got Dogs of War, The Others, Xenoshift, Rum and Bones, Super Dungeon Explorer. We've got some other answers on here, that's so all I want to make sure. Um, Queen's Necklace, Rivet Wars, Adventures uh, of Smog. We have okay. They do have they do have some Euro games. You like Euro games, right? Yeah. They've got Council of Four. They have Lorenzo Il Magnifico. They have so, yeah uh, games like that. So they're not all just that's true. Amera Thrash games. They tr- Lorenzo Il Godfather. I didn't mention that's uh, somebody put on there. Stephen yeah. Stephen loves some Zombicide. Zombicide. Man, all right, y'all. I do. This is a really tough one for me. The first thing that pops into my mind is Rising Sun, though I know that's a super polarizing game. That there's people who love it and people who hate that game. I, hey, it's the truth. Never played it. Larissa said, "My wife says Sheriff of Nottingham." I thought about that too. It's actually new to Come On Games. I don't know if their version is even released. It is the lesser artistic version. Right. I said it. I said there's it. a couple people saying Zombicide. And I think that that's what I'm going to go with. Final answer, Zombicide. Zombicide is the number one answer. Yeah! Yeah! Thanks, Town. Yeah! I voted on this one to break a tie, and I voted Zombicide to break the tie. What was the number two answer? Number two was Lorenzo Il Magnifico. I, I, yeah. That's, that would have been, would that's be. probably your favorite. You haven't even played it, but it'd probably be your favorite. <laughs> What does Chuck um, win? Project Elite was so, on there. There love. was, uh, let's see, Sugar Blast, uh, Godfather, Ethnos, which is fantastic. Um, there's several other others on there. This was a really tough one. There yeah. was a lot of different answers on there. All right. So. Thank you, Chuck and Steven, for helping me out on that one. And everyone else who, who guessed because that's, wow, yeah. John's got two. All right, let's jump jump to the next one. Did let's I tell you? This. I didn't tell you the number one answer from the last one, by the no way. No time. All right. It was, it was 100 was the number one answer, by the way. Okay. Okay, so the uh, next one is, I, I, I like this one. What board game, other than Catan or Catan, was most influential in bringing you into the board game and hobby? How is your question that much different than what mine was? You even took out Catan, which is the most influential. That's the, I mean, obviously, because you would get it no, no problem. Maple Town, I need some help. Hey, this Jonathan was, Saw and Andrew Graham both said Dominion, which is the first one that came to my mind. So I'm I'm not jumping to that yet. Ooh, Steven said Ticket to Ride, which is ooh, that's a really here's good the one thing, too. Dean. Here's the thing. I think there's a list of about ten games that you could come up with on on a lot of these here. So it, Jonathan is right on Gizmos being a good come on game. Sorry, I had to jump in there. It oh, is yeah, fantastic. I played that. Okay. Surprisingly, one stood out beyond all the rest, and then the next one was um, razor thin margins. I had to call my brother and break the tie with him on that because it was a tied. Yeah. This is tough. I think my gut, ah, oh, Martin, then you had to throw carcass on out there, which really throws a kink in things too. For me, it was ticket to ride and carcass on. I think I'm gonna go with my gut on this and I don't think it's right. I'm gonna go with Dominion. That's my answer. Dominion was number three. Zero points for Dean. It was number three. That was split between that 
and Carcassonne. And my brother broke the tie. Saying, Ticket to Ride was the number one. Ticket to Ride was by far the number one. No, Stephen, you you nailed it. That's I should have yeah. I should have gone with you on that one. That was a really good one. Yeah. So that's what. So most people that answered from you know Meeple Town said that Ticket to Ride was their number one game besides Catan that got them into the hobby. I'm not saying it's better. Out of those games that we just listed, um, Dominion and Carcassonne are by far better than Ticket to Ride, personally. But I would have probably answered Ticket to Ride as well because that was, yeah. I mean, that was a game that hooked me immediately. I mean, those those two were way up there. And Puerto Rico. All right. Man. Look at that. Burf, There's Burf, no way I'm, I'm coming back from this two one. for two. I know it. So you better answer with him. Nailed it. All right. Chuck, so it's two to one Chuck, right now. you failed me on this one. No, it wasn't Chuck that failed. No, no, no. Yeah, you said Dominion definitely. And I quote. <laughs> now he's calling you out. Come on. Hey, Chuck helped me, though. All right. Let's see if you can help John out on this so one. I think he I likes me better than you. If you're going to need help. What is your favorite theme in thematic board games? Oh, wow. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm right off the rip. I think the top two have to be space and fantasy. But let's see. What do you think out there, Meeple Town? I shouldn't have said anything. What do you what, what do you think is the best the best thing? Now, for me, the best theme is farming. <laughs> that's that's yeah, true. Your favorite theme, John? Yep, fun theme. And in, in he's talking to John Dragons. Mueller, not to me. Nailed it, Larissa. Oh, sorry. Dungeon crawl. Yeah, I mean, it could be. That's that's a good answer. A space is a good one too. That's that's a lot of folks like space. Um, I I. Pioneers or Middle yeah. Ages. There's a lot of Middle That's Age what games. I, yeah. Middle yeah. Age games. There's a lot of Middle Age men in this room right now. Mm. Am I right? All right. I'm going to go with what I think is the... Larissa says Western. I think what is the safest answer for me right now is space. Lock it in. Number one answer. Bing, 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 yes! bing, bing. Man, I'm getting destroyed here. Four to nothing. You cannot win. As soon as I as soon as I hit enter to send this one out, I was like, oh, that's a given. I'm pretty sure space is going to be a I given. think that my next one is easy for you. There were all of those answers that people gave. Um, you didn't mention city building, which is another one that was mentioned. Cthulhu was mentioned on here. Um, the, let's see, medieval animals in nature, but by far space was, it wasn't even that close. Western was the, was the second answer. So number two. Okay, Dean. I, I uh, let's just quit. I sent this back. one, and as soon as I did, I went, "Oh yeah, this could be obvious." But I also thought we have we an international audience, so this might be different than what I think. And hey, maybe maybe it's going to throw you for a loop. Greatest pizza topping of all time. Okay, let's what hear it. Let's hear it. Maple Town. Greatest, and I'm not going to specify anymore. Cheese is not a topping. Cheese is the essence of the pizza. Correct? So if cheese... I'm not going to okay, say Okay, here's cheese. the thing. All right. This, this, I can't tell you whether it's on the list or not, but extra cheese was an answer given, and I'm not going to tell you if it was or more. Okay. Okay? Right, so far, we Look got pepper, several pepperonis. We got cheese, several cheese on there. Oh, boy. We have some cheese pizza lovers in here, huh? We've got more cheese. I like a nice margarita pizza, if it do say so myself. All right, Chuck. Here's the wow, thing. Wow, look at this. All Chuck right. said definitely Dominion, and now is saying obviously pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chuck, you've not you've not helped me so far, but I still feel like I need to go with you. You see, Dean also is a <laughs> sorry for picking on you, Chuck. Dean's a vegetarian as well. So, Dean, are you going to go with a meat choice? Are you going to go with 
you know, what you would choose. Okay, I'm going to go with, Steven says pineapple. This is the time you're going to miss, Steven. You, you did not get it right. Although I do love wow. pineapple. I do too. And back in the day, pineapple and ham pizza was the best. I'm going to go with pepperoni. Chuck has never led me wrong. Let Never led me astray. You got two bacons down there as well. Oh, yeah. Pepperoni is the number one answer. Boom, 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 boom. All right. It was hands down the number one answer. Number two was bacon. And listen to this, Dean. This was so great. I have one comment on here that says um, they answered two diced tomatoes and bacon. And after it, it says, please sing the response in your trademark way. Oh, gosh. Why would you Dice request that? tomatoes and bacon are coming at you. I'm going to eat them all up and give me some bacon. Give me some tomatoes. Put them in my mouth at the same time. Oh, gonna, mm, gonna put them, mm, gonna put them in my mouth at the same time. Gonna put them, mm, gonna put them, mm, and they're gonna go down my gullet and they're gonna get in my tummy. And I'm gonna get in my tummy. Wow. All right. All right. Last one. This is your last one. You've actually already won this game, but we're still going to go for it. Just like always, when the lights are on. <laughs> when huh? the lights are on. As soon as the lights go off, I lose Dean every fails. time. Steven said, by the way, bacon and pineapple, put those hands together. If you're a big Friends fan, you know. Speaking of Friends I'm and not, sitcoms, you ready for this? Like, this is a segue. I've worked in a segue. Okay. And when you announce it, it makes it better, right? You're going to have a game night with a cast of one TV sitcom. Oh. What show is it? The Office. Okay. Is that Final your answer? answer? Hold up. I'm, let me see what Meepletown says. All right. Let's see what let's see what Meepletown says. I'm not saying that that's my number one answer, but I'm wondering if, depending on the age group, like I'm the first thing that comes into my mind is is Seinfeld. I think that that was that would be a lot of people's choice. Right, and I, I do office. think I do think Friends has a chance. Larissa, my wife just said Big Bang Theory, which that with our audience could be a a, a pretty good chance too, right? Friends, Seinfeld. It could be Friends. Or Seinfeld. That's, those are the number two, the number one and two. <laughs> You're right. Thing. It could be any of these, right? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. But the reason I was going, the reason my gut was said the Office was because of how more it's just more recent, and I think more people will have it on their minds. Plus, if you're maybe under thirty, you might not have watched Seinfeld or The Friends that much. I mean, you could have. We got some more. We got some Parks and. I Rec. mean, Parks and Rec is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, personally, since you asked, Dean. Since you asked, okay, uh, the Office is my favorite. I've decided with Seinfeld a very close second, followed by Parks and Rec, probably followed by Brooklyn Nine Nine. We're talking about comedy TV shows, probably followed by Community. All right, not what I'm asking. What is your final answer for The Office? That's who you would want to play board games with people from The Office. Office is number. Four answer. The number four answer. This really surprised me. I still me. beat you by one, but bear, that stinks. I thought that The Office would be number one. Now, here's the thing. I asked for a bonus point. I was going to give you a bonus point thinking that I might be destroying you in this game. Boy, was I wrong. I was going to give you a chance to catch up. The bonus point was what game would you be playing? And then I was going to ask you that as a follow-up. But you didn't even, you, you whiffed. Anyway. All right. Ready for the number one? Andrew Graham just started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. And so did Dean. Dean just got in on this. Yeah. <laughs> Yippee kayak, other buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Best <laughs> line ever. Dean said show. that he laughed like oh, all night long. Oh my goodness. He was oh, his I wife was in you, bed. Though. It's like season two or three, I think. Okay, Sorry well, about that. all right. Sorry. His wife, you, wasn't your wife sleeping? She and you was sleeping. Stop laughing and I was watching it in bed that. next to her. And 
the bed just starts shaking. <laughs> I can't control. It actually happened to me again the other night. I don't remember the line, but I I laughed Couldn't out stop. loud. I, it came out as a. <laughs> And it, yeah, I believe was, that. Okay, right. what's the number one? What's the number, number two answer? You want the number two answer? Number oh, two answer? Oh, okay. actually, go. Th- do you have three, two, one? Yeah, I've got. Okay, three. go three, two, one. I so number three is uh, Big Bang Theory. Okay, I, I, that was a yeah, that's a good. And uh, I'll give you one of those answers. Uh, actually, I don't have that on here. I'm sorry, I don't have Dang all these. It, pulled I, up. Gone I took a screenshot. School. Okay, it's definitely Friends and Seinfeld are number one and two. So Big Big Bang Theory was number three. Number two might surprise you. Brooklyn Nine Nine was number two. Wow! You know, it's everyone's talking about that now. What would you want to play with Brooklyn Nine Nine characters? What game would I want to play? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'm kind of like a deduction game. Yeah, like detective or werewolf. Those are the only, the only ones I remember. Gonna, I, people I'm, may have given other ones. We've said it ones way too really many, Dean. Out. We said it's too much time, but I would want to play Feed the Kraken with them. Oh That'd yeah, that would be that would be really. They would good. get hype. Okay. Okay, and then the number one is is Parks and Rec. What really? Yeah. Love that show. Potentially. Wow, I love that show, but I didn't think it would Cones be Cones of one. Dunshire, although there were other options on there. How did Parks and Rec beat out The Office? Not, not. I love Parks and I'm just saying, like, I just assumed that The Office was that much, was the most popular, hands down. Maybe it's just the people. Maybe it's, it's just the, the people. I didn't ask what the best. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah, you're right. I mean, Andy Dwyer, how could you not want to play a board game with him? And you're probably right, Cones of Dunshire. Yeah. 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 I, there, I'm sure there are other answers on there for that. That's just the only one that I remember. I didn't think about that. <laughs> wow. That would have been a bonus point. So John wins. You're right, Chuck. The it pick is six. This is never a contest, by the way. We always just do this to play, but we thought we'd make it a contest. John wins four to three. I'll be out to win next time, potentially. Are you ready? Oh, I'm the winner. For our next review, we have two more reviews. Two more reviews and we're done, though. Seven Wonders. Okay. You ready? By designer Antoine Bowser. The game came out in 2010. This is uh, also our Antoine Bowser and uh, Miguel Coimbra did the art for this, which I love Miguel Coimbra's art. I didn't realize that Antoine Bowser did the art for this one. This is a repost production game. This is a straight-up card drafting game where you're going to be playing through three ages. You each have your own little wonders board that you're going to be working towards giving you different bonuses if you complete the different wonders. You're going to be playing cards, and those will give you resources. Those will give you coins. They'll give you bonuses, uh, points. It'll give you science, military, whatever you want to go for. All you're going to do is play a card on your turn. Pass the cards, play one. Pass them, play them, until you have, I think, six or seven cards. Gosh, I forgot. Six cards. You've played six cards, and then you do three rounds of that. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. That is it. This is one of the simpler card drafting games out there. Um, Sushi Go would be one that's But plenty simpler. of expansions if you want to add some stuff to it. A yeah. bunch of expansions, right, right. And we'll talk about some of those. Uh, probably not all of them because I know we haven't played uh, We haven't played all of the expansions. I don't think either one of us have, but... Let's talk about Seven Wonders. What do you think? Yeah, so I will answer Andrew Graham's question, which designer would I want to make Cones of Dunshire? Uwe Rosenberg. (laughs) (laughs) Even though, actually, (laughs) I think I'd pick Alexander Pfister for that game. That would be awful. I think that would be a good choice. I think old Pfister would be good for that. Um, I love Seven Wonders. I love this game. It is simplicity. But yet, you really, you've got to be thinking about not only what you're doing, but you have to be paying attention to the players to your right and left in this game. You have to be paying attention to, I don't have any bricks, so I better make sure that Dean or the other player to my left's got some so I can buy them. 
oh shoot, there's only one. But man, I'm gonna hose myself if there's not at least a couple options for bricks. Right. Right. The, and not only that, but you can get you know, you can get cards by you know having the resources, but you can also have those cards that allow you to get them for free. So I could build two types of engines. One engine is mostly focused on resources. One is I'm gonna get a bunch of those cards that get me the cards for free. Brilliant. I have to be watching who's building up their army. You have to pay attention to that in this game. You can't just say, I don't care. Probably. It's possible <laughs> to win if you lose all. It is possible to win. You have to be paying attention to who's getting science. If you're like, you I'm going to go give everyone all the science. I'm going to go science. Yeah. I'm going to go science. And then everyone starts taking them. Then now you're like, oh gosh, I don't know if I can do that. And I love how you, if, yeah, when you're doing all of that, it's just brilliant fun and it's simple. Uh, fairly simple, but you have to be paying attention. It's super interactive that way. You can't let someone, like you said, Dean, take all the science or you will lose the game. Right. So you might have to shift your play. It is frustrating whenever you're playing with people who aren't that great. I'll be real. And someone else is getting all the science and you're like, oh, someone's got to take some to stop them. Yeah. And then you lose the game. That you, you stop the one person from losing. Someone else wins who wasn't really playing that great because you had to be the one to you know to stop them so anyways yeah that that was one of the big points i was going to say if you're playing with people who don't know the game very well and you do know the game very well uh which it's understandable but you can really just absolutely destroy them because they don't know what's going to come out and you do like if you've played this game a couple times you know pretty much everything that's going to come out the the difference comes in the the guild cards and i'm talking about the base game sure uh right now but the base game you're going to know what cards come out except the purple guild cards at the end and you kind of have an idea of what potentially could come out but this game, I would say, out of all the older ones that we've talked about, um, I think it, it holds out the best overall. I think most people... This is a ranked 50th overall, and it came out 10 years ago, right? That's yeah. that's really high that's, for a game that's, that came out. That's, that came out that long ago. It's still ranked 54 for a reason. And um, I agree that it is a gateway game. Chuck had responded to Jonathan asking that question. Yeah, it is a gateway. It's, I wouldn't say that it's... Super easy, but I have brought it out with people who don't play games that much, and they can understand how to play. I don't know if you'll probably thwack them. If they, this is yeah, we, one of the first games that we played was this. I think this was probably our third or fourth game. My friend David had picked up this game and introduced it to us. The other thing I love about this game, so the base game plays two to seven players. Uh, don't play it at two, by the way. Uh, pick up Duel if you're going to play a two-player game. That's a great game. If uh, although Rado loves the two-player version of this. I don't. I don't like a lot of two-player drafting games in general unless it's designed for two players. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say three to seven. But it doesn't... The the playtime doesn't change. You play this in 30 minutes no matter how That's many players because you're all playing game. simultaneously. So quick, man. Pop, yeah. pop, pop. Mm -hmm. Especially if everybody knows what they're doing. You know, I've played it for a while. It can be really, really quick. I, you know, I downloaded the app fairly recently, Dean, whenever we started talking about, you know, when we did the top 10 app thing. I've played the crud out of this on my app. I got my wife into it. Yeah. I got, like, she's she's been playing it a lot. I played five times today. <laughs> yeah. A lot. I, I played it. Oh, what? Yeah. I just sat down and played the app version five times because it was, it's it's one that I was like, okay, I'd like to play this, have it fresh in my mind. And every time I play this, I'm like, oh, this is why I love this game so much. And, you know, a lot of people really prefer Seven Wonders Duel, the Duel, obviously the two-player version of this. Seven Wonders Duel was a lot of fun. Steven mentioned that in the comments. It is a lot of fun, but it's not my favorite. I Seven Wonders with expansions I is I, I like it better. Now my wife would disagree. She loves Duel, doesn't really care for Seven Wonders that much. Yeah, and I don't know, Jonathan, what Rado's dummy player um, uh, two player version of this is. I don't know. Have you played that before, Dean? Um, 
I don't know. I, honestly, I've only ever That's heard fair. him talk about it. I didn't know there was a different version. I'm that gonna go check it out. With, Thanks so. for telling us. Yeah, okay. I would, yeah. I don't play this two players. I just I, I would play I play dual, but I'm not against trying actually trying that i'm not a big fan like bunny kingdoms is another one it's a it's a more like predominantly drafting game that has a two-player variant that has a dummy hand uh i just don't like having that extra thing to think about i guess it for me it kind of takes away the simplicity of what a lot of drafting games have yeah um i'm (laughs) in this is interesting give us your ratings as dean's reading this if y'all don't mind yeah definitely tell us your ratings. give us your ratings out of 10 and dean go ahead so andrew who was with us early i think he is he he had put this in the guild he gave this one, I'm going to wait for it. Seven Wonders was one of the first games I really loved, and I think it has staying power. Decisions are always interesting in this game, and it scales well with a variety yes. of players. Totally agree with that. Yep. And moves at a really nice pace. Really want to try the Armada expansion, which is the only one that I've not played with, I think. I, that, I'm right there with you, and I really want to play that one. 10 out of 10 is what 10 Andrew out did. of 10, uh-huh. Andrew. Wow. Yeah. I, under, I totally get it. Steph Hodge. Who, I totally get it. Steph Hodge. We're going to do a, a video with Steph Hodge uh, here soon. Hopefully we'll record it this week. But she uh, she loves this game. And Armada is the one uh, is the, the most recent expansion for this. And she raves on that one. It's made me really want to pick I it wanna, up. I I've do. Not, yeah. I've not. Um, and then Peter Schott put a uh, 7 out of 10 or so. I like the game, but it's one that I can't easily get to the table. Drafting, uh, building up a tableau, figuring out what other people are doing and trying to draft appropriately are all appealing. I like the slight buildup and some cards building on others. The main downside besides not being able to get it to the table easily is getting through those teaching rounds with buying your materials and such. That is accurate. So in this game, when you're using resources to buy other cards, you're not actually getting rid of that card. It's spending that card. You just have that resource all the yeah. time. You just have wood all the time. And yeah. if you need a card that needs wood, then I have it here. Or I can buy it from somebody who's who's on either side of sure. me potentially. Yeah. So I, I, it is it is kind of a bear to teach for beginners, but I think that you can play through a learning game and then immediately play through it again after that, which I like that about this game, and I've done it a lot. We almost have a consensus in Meeple Town here, y'all. Yeah. Steven's at 7 out of 10, which I think he said he liked dual higher. Chuck is at 8 out of 10. Jonathan Saw, 8 out of 10. Martin, 8 out of 10. Uh, am I missing anyone? Wow. So that's three 8 out of 10s out there. That's 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 almost consensus. So, Dean, give me yours. Come on. There's a solo Let's mode for Seven Wonders Duel. Huh. I'll have to try that out. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, I agree with with what everyone else is saying. Now, I, I play it. with okay. leaders. I play with um, cities. I play with Babel, but not all the time. I, I dabble in Babel. You like that? <laughs> I don't know. I did not write that down. I do dabble in Babel. You've been waiting the whole episode to say that. (laughs) I like the Babel expansion. I think it's fun, but I don't need it. But I do feel like you want cities and you want leaders when you play this game. I think it adds that much more. I really like the the leaders part of it. It helps build that engine a little quicker, and I I just think that's a lot of fun. Um, So for me, I give this one a 9 out of 10. This is up there with with Small World. I thought you were going to say 8 because you said you agreed with these people. I thought that you were going to... Oh, I'm sorry. I actually looked at the wrong number. With our Meeple Town folk. I have this one at at 8.5. 8.5 is the base game, 9 with the other stuff in there. That's what I have. Ready? So, so it's a nine. It is a nine, but I want to okay. th- I want to throw that caveat that I did have that written differently if it was just the base game. Okay, there you go, um, Dean. We agree one hundred percent. Pounded brother, nine out of ten. I love this game. What was that? It was the they I recorded can't that. Reach you. <laughs> We're sitting right next to each other. What do you have? T Rex arms. I do actually. I cannot reach you. The microphone's in the way. Here, this let's is try insane. It again. 
Blow I don't even up. know what to do right now. You gave it a nine? Yes, I love this game. Fantastic. Such a this good game. Great. My only, I wish my wife loved this game, but when we're playing two-player, we'll play Duel. It's one of our top, Duel is one of our top two-player games. That was general. the limp fist, fish of fist bumps. No, it wasn't. It was like this. I was Nailed it, John. Oh, gosh. Okay. Nine for me, oh, nine from John, a bunch of eights. We got a 10 in here. Let's move on to our final review, one that's been played the least amount out of all these, but a, it's getting a reprint, and we're hype on this game. Ginkopolis. You ready? You have to show the box. Oh, I have it. I do oh have it. Gosh. Did you show the other ones? Yeah, I've been showing them the whole time. <laughs> I don't think so. Yes. Ginkopolis. This is the... Are you even paying attention to this podcast? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm paying attention to myself in the comments. Ginkopolis. This is the Z-Man version. Uh, Pearl Games is going to be doing the reprint that should be coming out, I don't know, maybe this year? I don't have the expansion for this. We're not going to talk about that. I don't think the expansion is getting a reprint. Ginkopolis is a bunch of different mechanisms all jumbled up in a game, right? Yes. You've got tile placement. You have deck building. You have area control. You have probably other stuff. Uh, this game came out in 2012. It's uh, uh, Xavier uh, uh, Jorge, and the artist is... Oh, I just left it. Oh, because I wanted oh to show what gosh. other games that, that he has made. Uh, Gail um, Laurian, La, La Nurian, if I may have totally said that wrong. And again, this is getting the reprint from Pearl Games. This is also the heaviest game. It is a 2.91. But in this game... Oh, no, the heaviest game of what? Is it not the heaviest game? Oh, Agricola. There's no sorry. way Agricola is... And, oh, and Viticulture, according to BGG, is heavier than this, which is... That's insane. Oh, it's Gink, about the same. Uh, Gink it's is about way more thinky, I think. For yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. It depends how you weight. It depends games. on how you weight games. You're right. My bad. I totally forgot about Agricola because it's the least. The, it's the lesser of the games that we've talked about today. No, correct. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. I get why people don't like it. But Ginkopolis, really like it. you are going to be. Um, oh, it's also card drafting. I didn't mention that. So you're going to have these cards in your yes. hand. You're going to play a card, and you're going to do one of three things. You're you're going to play that card to be able to put another tile out uh, on the outside of the board to kind of build the city out. You're going to play it to put a tile on top of the buildings, which will bring new cards into the Upgrading mix. Upgrading those buildings. Upgrading the and buildings. And you have to have a number higher, or you're going to have to pay some of your uh, victory points. <laughs> That's Sorry. right. Sorry. You have to pay victory points. Or the other thing you can do is just take the resources that are on the card, which the resources are, well, people or tiles. Um, resources or tiles. Sorry. You can either take resources or tile. There's also the engine, engine building element where... Yes which is huge in this game. So when you build up a building, the card that you just played is actually going to go in your tableau, and that will give you a bonus whenever you take one of those three action, depending on what kind of card you just played yeah. into your tableau. So you might go heavy in wanting to build up the buildings a lot because it triggers a lot of cards in your tableau. Yeah, so you play the, you go ahead and play the build up the buildings, then it triggers a thing where you're, now you get to draw two, three no tiles. You also get two victory points. You also get uh, a couple resources because that's how, so... The, the engine building is brilliantly fun in this game. Oh, I love it. I love that part of it. Yes. that That's that's kind of the gist of this game. This game is amazing. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. This game is so much fun. So, uh, if, again, I'm going back to Steph Hodge. If you, um, all the meeples of the rainbow, she does a, a blog on Board Game Geek, which is amazing. It's it's If you read any blogs, you probably read hers because she's just great. She takes wonderful pictures. This is her favorite game. 
And she That's saying a lot. She taught us this at the fall Tennessee game days. <laughs> I was so bad. And I thought I was gonna win. <laughs> I was so bad. I thought I was gonna win, and I did not win this game. But she's she's played this game hundreds of times, and she was teaching us. And I had thought, okay, I might like this game. I was wrong. I love this game a lot. Wow. It, it, and it's yeah. because a lot of John, you really like engine building games, which love this engine. Is, that's my favorite engine building yeah. is really strong in this one. The car drafting is fairly strong. I would say um, I like car drafting too. Yeah. It, it, it's, but you know, it uses all these different mechanisms, but it uses them so well. Just throwing a bunch of stuff in the box. Isn't always a good thing. No, but in this, it, it, it they is did it right. It very much they is. They did it right. Yeah, uh, Jonathan has Jonathan Mullins has played this one. He said an eight and a half with a chance, eight and a half, but it has a chance to rise. Yeah, um, Jonathan, I think it will rise for you. I, I really I, feel that way. Yeah, um, sounds like the golden morning sunrise. <laughs> um, Stephen Clark says he's de- he's intrigued by the description. Is that because yeah. I did an amazing job describing the game? No. <laughs> Uh, Martin says you're selling that one very well. I want to try it now. Okay, Pearl Games is going to love us after this because, okay, they don't need us, by the way. This game's going to get a ton of buys. We sell millions of copies (laughs) for people, you know. (laughs) But I do think that Pearl Games, they're they're going to have not a hard time. People have been clamoring for a reprint of this one for a long time. I don't know how many print runs they did, but apparently it was not enough. What? What are you looking at? Just looking at Jonathan's comments. I don't think you should read that out loud. Hard to rate higher on one win. See, don't no, don't. I just told you not to. <laughs> don't don't empower him, Dean. This one's ranked 400th overall, which is understandable because it's really hard to get a copy of this one. Uh, I I definitely think with a reprint, and I think it's a straight up reprint. I don't think it's getting like a second edition or anything like that. I could be wrong about that, but I do think that with this game getting more out there that a lot of people are going to really really be clamoring at this one and we knew that less people have played this one but we felt like we needed to talk about it because you got to play this game maple town i want to hear your thoughts john yeah so um i'm going to start with what jonathan just wrote there i the first time i played it it was with steph and i rated it an eight and a half in my on board game geek in my phone and i thought this has a chance to rise but I really struggled being good at it the first time. Like, I was having a hard time wrapping my mind around it. I mean, Dean's like, because it's true. I it's, I was wore out. It it's was not a, a super difficult It's game. not. And I was getting frustrated with myself because I'm like, I don't know why I'm not understanding this. And it was the last game of the con, right? Or the second to last that game. That is true. It was late. And we had yeah. been playing. This was the second day. And I was just getting tired. And I don't function well when that happens. And and, and I was, But I still really enjoyed it. Um, in subsequent plays, I realized this is a really good game. I really like it. Um, nine out of ten, Dean. I'm just going to dive right in with my score. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Okay. I gave three games. I'm very hesitant to give scores like that, but we are talking about games that are in my top 50 today. Seven Wonders is definitely, Agricola definitely is, and Gink is definitely going to be. So three out of the five that we've talked about, Viticulture, Seven Wonders, and Small World were all in my top 50 last year i don't think they're all going to be there this time but uh but they're they're all rated really high for me this one is also going to be a really high score this one's going to be my highest score this one's going to make my top maybe 20 20 or 25 i would imagine wow i would think so or higher it'll be higher you're gonna add the 0.5 on here yeah nine and a half whoa yeah i get it this game is absolutely wow nine and a half out of ten yeah 
Um, hey, I, John, you can't look it up. I'm going to look this up. Talk for just a second. Uh, I'm going to no, look up. I generally have no problem doing I'm gonna that. I'm going to look up when this reprint is going to come up. I think Chuck is the one that was asking about that. Um, it is, I think it's this year. It says reprint confirmed. Oh, I love when Dean Internet. says, Ready? hey, John, we're going to need you to talk and then just continues to talk. It just says it's do coming this year. Do you need me to talk or do you not need me to talk? It's coming this year. No, I never need you to talk. I never. I definitely never need you to sing a song, but it just says... Um, it just says that it is going to be reprinted this year. Now, Pearl Games did post something on Facebook, which I'm trying to pull up right now, because apparently it will have a different cover on there. I think the I think the art in this is actually really Oh, is good. that the new cover? Oh, that's, a be- that's beautiful. Oh, I like that. Look it up, Meeple Town. Go to Pearl Games on Facebook, and you can see it. It is It's beautiful. I don't know who did the... Oh, I like that. I'm not sure who did the art on that. You oh. can't see it. That's Instabuy so for me. Hey, nothing. can I ask you this? Is it Instabuy for you or not because you have this copy of it? No, because I don't think there's any changes coming to this one. No, I do. Is it tempting? Mm, no. Really? Okay. Yeah, no. I, if it's the exact same game except just upgraded art. Now, what if they have upgraded components? <laughs> You got me. Oh man, that's that's. What if it's not right. the little cubes? What if it's like little <laughs> towns or people or something like that? Yes. Um, uh, I don't know. We'll I just can't we'll, sing we'll a see. Sister Hazel song because I don't. Sorry. We'll that, see what uh, listeners are wondering what I'm talking about. We'll I'm being see what requested happens. to sing a. I'm just talking <laughs> over you. <laughs> um, okay, Jonathan saw also said Hansa Teutonica, which is uh, one where we we both really want that. We're hoping we'll get a. Review copy of that, Hansa's Teutonica Big Box is coming out, I think, here in a couple months, if I remember right. Um, but again, I don't know when Ginkopolis is coming out, but it will be later this year. Now, here's what we're going to do, John. I didn't even ask you about this. This is what we're going to do. We're going to close out it's the episode because it'll make it easier for me to close out the episode from the podcast. But we'll stick around for a while. You good with that? Oh, yeah. We can talk. Okay. Yeah. So, John, why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with us? Wait, 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 wait. <sighs> What the heck? That's a nine and a half from me, a nine from John. John, tell people how they can get in touch with us. Well, I will. You can subscribe to our channel. Just hit that subscribe button right now. Um, but this is a podcast also. So you can subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to go over there. You can go to MeepleTownGames.com and you can check out all our stuff at that website. Um, yeah, you can do that. You can also follow us at Meepletown Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have no idea what melody that was. That was just weird. And we're Board Game Geek Guild 3407. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 3407. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, hey, sing with me. Come on. Let's no. get Come on. 3407. Oh, mm-hmm. 3407. In case the episode I- wasn't long enough, thanks for coming down to Meepletown. Uh, I, hope that pe- I hope that people get that stuck in their head tonight. <laughs> They will not.